You're listening to Football Day with Mike and Jake on Dynasty Sports Empire. What is going on, everybody? And welcome to the show. Welcome to Football Day with Mike and Jake. I'm Mike. And I'm Jake. And once again, Cal, welcome back, my man. What's going on? Good to be back, guys. Just ready to do a show and talk some fantasy with everyone. I agree. Before we get started in the fantasy, how about March Madness? How, how's you guys' brackets looking? Broken. Yeah, my, mine's busted. I had busted. Iowa winning it. I think oh, I would have had much better luck having my seven-year-old just pick because she probably would have picked a lot more than I did, which is a crazy. I usually let her, let her make one or two brackets. And you should have listened. This was the year to do it, Mike. Yeah, this was definitely the year to let her just go take Loyola and or Roberts and all that. Should have yeah. never doubted Sister Jean. Yeah, Sister Jean. <laughs> oh, Sister Jean, how you broke all of our hearts. Oh, man. <laughs> About 50%, I think it's 50% of the brackets are done, like worldwide. Yeah. I think right now I'm at like 68% of my brackets correct. That's where that's, I'm at right you know, now. You're probably swimming in, that's actually good, considering. I guess. Jake's right there with me in the bracket we're in. I think I'm in seventh place and he's in second right now. Um, But for DFS, I mean, I was slamming for DFS for college basketball all weekend. I mean, it seems to be like the main thing is to not play the, the really expensive guys and just go mid-range and balanced. And it's, I've been I've cashed every single slate. You've been finding success today. using that, just not yeah. going top heavy. Yeah, because you got like those nine K guys, like uh, like the, the Illinois guy, Kate Cunningham, and they don't like <coughs> fill the stat sheet like a Russell Westbrook or anything. So I've been paying down to the six seven K range, and they're getting me thirty points. And that's gotta all find I need, the value, so. man. Yep, exactly. That's where it's at. Well, other than that, DSE Fantasy Baseball Dynasty is just about here. Uh, we have our last leagues filling up. I know Jake and I are in a league that we need seven more people, I believe six or seven more people to fill. And time's ticking. Opening days April 1st. That's when, what, like a week and a half or something? Yeah, something like that. So baseball's almost here. I'm in full baseball mode right now. I just did my first auction draft over the weekend on Friday. And I have two more this week. I have one on Wednesday, one on Friday, and then I have another one next Tuesday. So I'll be full baseball mode over here, uh, which leads me to the next point of just making sure you guys are following the DSC podcast, Dynasty Diner. They're all about Dynasty right now. They're full going to Dynasty baseball. So if you're a fantasy baseball guy right now, I definitely want you to go over to DSC, DynastySportsEmpire.com, check out the Dynasty Diner. Their information will be posted in the description. And you can follow us on Twitter at FootballDayPod. So all that stuff will be in the description for you guys, but we're all here for this. Not as not as busy this week or this past week for free agent signings, but there were some big big names that finally came off the board, and that's what we're gonna talk about this week. But before we get started, Cal, did you? How about the fight? Do you guys watch the fights? I didn't catch them this weekend. I was more looking forward to next weekend's fight card. Yeah, uh, I have to go rewatch them on ESPN though. I do got an account that I usually I usually that's, by the time I watch. That's them. the one real nice thing about ESPN Plus is you can just go rewatch the exactly. card. That yeah, I didn't catch many of the fights either. I was Cosmic Bowling took our fourteen year old out for his birthday. Well, happy birthday! But, yeah, we went we went bowling. We went to an arcade, got some dinner, 
so I got to miss most of the fights. But Jake, I think you actually you watched all the fights for once. Yeah, I, I I watched all the fights. It was a great card up until the last fight. Kevin Holland couldn't keep his mouth shut, and uh, at the end of round one, he decided instead of talking to his corner, he's going to talk to Khabib, who's sitting next to Dana White court uh, ringside. And that bold strategy. yeah, that was a bold strategy considering he was losing. <laughs> And Khabib's not even coming back, so I don't even know what he's doing, like, hanging around there. He even said again that he was laughing at Dana White because he he's never contemplated coming back. But who knows? But they're always going to try to bait him into it. Yep. When you need the money, it's he's got easy, easy. So you guys got the fight coming up against, uh, what is it, Stipe? Stipe fights this weekend. Yeah, the against Ghani, the guy. Right? Yep. Yeah. And he's I beaten him before. Stipe beat That's going to be a good fight, man. Like, both those guys can knock each other out. Yeah, but yeah. Sean O'Malley's fighting again for a since his injury. Yep. I, I think Naganu's going to win. Yeah. But I hope I, to see a knockout. Yeah. But I, if he does, I, yeah, he the will. longer the fight goes, I think that the longer the yeah. fight, I think they favor Stipe. Yep. Uh, I, mean, I think, think Naganu has a higher probability of knocking him out. Oh, yeah. is a great fighter, and I hate to bet against him, but I I think that uh, Naganu's going to take yeah, you, it. You think the money money should be laid on Naganu there? I think so. Yeah. I was thinking of laying on whoever is not the favorite, to be honest. Um, eh, that's not a bad idea. The money not a bad is idea at all. in that, that scenario. So I just was kind of betting whatever. I'm going to get more juice because I think both fighters have a good oh, they, yes, good it's got. So both, it's not like I favor one to the other. Both, both fighters are definitely live. So Right. That's yeah. the crazy part. And even Tyron Woodley's on this fight card, too. Yeah. So it's going to be, be action-packed. I can't wait for that. But enough of that stuff let's get to what matters and that's going to be these free agent signings and cal is there any like any specific free agents that you want to kind of list off that's happened i mean i'm there there wasn't that much action except for the main ones but we'll talk about those guys later but i mean we talked about earlier before the podcast you get hunter henry and john smith both going to the patriots that's 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 interesting of how that's that's interesting if you're not if you don't have value if you don't have investments in the patriots offense because uh, now, if you if you were hadn't looking at some tight ends that you were thinking might have a bright future, I would not like their landing spots if they were playing for Bill Belichick in that system. I just think as soon as you find out that I mean they got they went and picked up Aglor, uh, Kendrick Bourne, Jono Smith, Hunter Henry. They spent a lot of money there, and I think the only one that's going to benefit fantasy wise from this is Cam Newton. So if you got right. Cam Newton, woo! But I, I when the quarterback's the only one winning, I don't I don't really like that. I don't know. A few. I mean, this was probably more than just a few years ago, but they used to run the two tight end system and did it very well with the murderer Aaron Hernandez and Rob Gronkowski. And they that both called the murderer. The murderer. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> they they were. Uh, yeah. They were both uh, valuable. They yeah. Were. Yes. So but, I don't, know, they also I had a little bit of a better quarterback. I yes. Guess, I mean, my, a lot, a lot better. That, but yeah. I'm just I, like I, think, I don't know. Uh, I guess the same going back to their old system where they might. Yeah, I mean, and you're not wrong, Jake. They they totally could take that route. I mean, I could be wrong. I do think there 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 could be some value there. I'd just be very scared looking at that situation and going, well, who's going to win it? Are they going to spread the ball out? Is Cam Newton good enough? Are the Patriots for real? Uh, what I could see though is the wide receivers having absolutely no impact on that offense. It's going to be nothing but dump offs and just wide receiver heavy, where you're getting both. Both tight ends are combining for 16, 17 targets a game. 100% agree. The only way I see 
the wide receivers being involved is on like jet sweeps. You got Bourne and Aguilar yeah. who are yeah. speedsters. They're just playing super conservative check down football. Sure. And a lot of moving around and thinking and dunking, like you said, I think is yeah. what the is going to be. The one thing, like Jake, like you mentioned, how they did utilize that is when they do get in the red zone, I, I do think that the tight ends take a little touchdown premium. The question is, you know, which one's going to come down with the touchdown. And if one of these guys does get hurt, that opens the door wide open if you own yeah. the guy that is the man in New England. Right. And then so everyone's going to be that. reaching for that that number three tight end thing, and they're just going to fill the role, and they're just going to, like, a Larry Izzo, like, don't do it. <laughs> <laughs> or Matt Lacoste or yeah. whatever his name was. Yeah, your, pre, your, your NFL preseason dimes that you would play, but you don't play them in the regular season because <laughs> it's they're not good football players. But, yeah, overall, I, I agree. And not to switch gears too hard, I know I covered uh, the Cardinals uh, either last week or a couple weeks ago. Um, I just want to point out uh, that they they definitely made some improvements to their offensive line uh, that I hadn't really realized, uh, getting Rodney Hudson in a trade with the Raiders. Yeah, that was huge. And and so they they went and got four offensive linemen. I'm not saying they're all money, but two of these guys are pretty freaking good. They got one of their biggest problems last year was honestly they had a really bad center. And yeah. they went and got someone that they replaced him with. I, I think that Arizona, as I, I said, ah, this puts them in playoff contention. I think they got they got a pretty pretty legit shot. They just got to figure out how to fix their cornerback situation. I yeah, don't know how losing Patrick AJ Peterson. Peterson. Yeah, that that JJ Watt signing uh, kicked that, out Patrick Peterson. Yeah, that kicked out Patrick Peterson and Hassan Reddick. Yeah, so they got to solve that. Two but... key guys. They gotta they gotta somehow. But winning uh, in the trenches on the offense and like yeah. being able to run the ball at the middle, I mean, I, I'm I'm curious to know. And they haven't done nothing with running back, so I'm just wondering: are they they sold on? Is Chase Edmonds the man to you guys? Chase Edmonds and Eno Benjamin's season. Now, <laughs> before I, we talk about who else the Cardinals signed, when we're on this running back spot, you know who I really want to see them draft, and if they draft this kid, I'm I'm gonna reach the hell out of him in all my drafts. And I know you guys are in most of my leagues too, so you guys are probably gonna snipe me, but. Javante Williams from Duke. Javante Williams there, from If he goes there, or not Duke, UNC. Yep, yep. UNC. If he goes there, dude, he's in a he, wherever he goes, he's my number one running back off off the draft this this year. Where is he projected to <laughs> to be drafted at? Second round. Oh, so Arizona's got a good shot. If they wanted to reach right there right. at sixteen, they could do it. Right, and there's a legit shot that the, the Cardinals could have a running back in the draft just because I don't think Chase Edmonds is the guy, but he's not bad. Like, he's definitely he, – he's shown that he can handle the load, but I think he needs another running back with him, and if, if he goes there, he's going to be a monster. He's going to be he's gonna be a star year one. I'd like to see Kenneth Gainwell go there. Yeah. I mean, I like Gainwell too. Uh, yeah. I My favorite receiver, man, is uh, Jason Bateman. Yeah, that guy, that guy can ball, dude. I, I get the CD Lamb feel that I got last year when I was anal. I just watched. I finally did my dynasty. You mean, you mean Rashard Bateman? Rashard Bateman, yes. Yeah. What did I say, Jason? Yeah, yeah. out of uh, Minnesota. I'm drunk, so <laughs> I'll drink I got home that. a little earlier this time. So, um, yeah, no, Rashad Bateman, dude. I, I was I finally started doing some. I've been playing a lot of poker, and I've been when I play poker online, I tend to deviate, turn the laptop on. Get comfortable, grab a beer, and I start watching some film on these guys and start watching some tape. I've yeah, only watched, like, the top five receivers, and I, I like what I see out of all five. 
But Rashad yeah. Bateman takes the cake, man. I see yeah, Justin Bateman, Jefferson. Bateman's definitely over. one of my favorites. Mm-hmm. Anyway, speaking back on the card, you saw that you saw that big time elite goat receiver that they, they decided, Hell yeah. Right? Oh and man, AJ Green, baby! Oh man, he's taking he's him back. to the Super Bowl. He's, he's back. taking hey, he's... Fitzgerald's shoes, man. I guess they're gonna retire yeah. together after they win a ring. I think <laughs> or something. I I get. I mean, this is where we're gonna find out if if AJ Green's really. You know, I'm not. I know he's never gonna. We're never gonna find the AJ Green of old. But I, and I I don't. I would not go after him at all. Really in fantasy, I'm not hyping him up there. But as a role player on the team, I, I think it could be useful for Arizona if they fix that offensive line and now they got a possession receiver with AJ Green. Man, I, uh, I I think that's wishful thinking. He had his shot last year. He was healthy the whole season. He had a great quarterback and did had. nothing. He, well, he had. Yeah, but kind I of. He, I believe he had like. A hundred over a hundred targets yeah. and like forty catches. Granted, yeah. a lot of those were from that. Yeah, his separation is gone. I mean, he, he can't separate like he used to. And I'm by no means I'm not saying like, hey, slide AJ Green is a sneaky fantasy pick. I just think as the role that they're going to bring him into in Arizona is like you're not the number one or even the number two probably. You're, you're just you're be just perfect a, for the red zone. That's about it, in my opinion. Like he's just a big yeah. body that can. Yeah, you jump just ball. find a big body for that. But I mean, they probably overpaid because of the, the name and. And all that, and it kind of sucks though for like Andy Isabella because I think he had potential, well, well, but he keeps getting like black, uh, blue balled. Oh, and... what do you guys think? Would you guys rather let's give? I'll throw out some names. All right, let's go. Uh, AJ Green or Ty Hilton. Ty Hilton. Ty Hilton. Ty Hilton. I'd say yeah. neither, but <laughs> well, I mean, that no, wasn't, no, that, wasn't no, the, that wasn't you didn't the give op- us that option. <laughs> I think AJ Green runs like runs like a five four forty these days. Like, I'm faster um, than him. What, AJ Green or Sammy Watkins? Sammy Watkins. Can I go neither? But yeah, actually, fuck it, throw it out there, Jake. I don't know. <laughs> Sammy Watkins doesn't stay healthy anymore. They're both that's, very that's the... injury prone. Yeah, but Sammy Watkins got dreads. He's got me there. <laughs> <laughs> oh well, as we're talking right. about the receivers, I mean, we got Will Fuller. He just got signed with the Dolphins, which is very interesting. He's, now, he's out the first four games, right? I believe so. Is he? Yeah, he had that PED suspension. I don't know I if it's the first two or four. But what makes that interesting, though, I mean, we could also talk about the, I think, 14 rape cases that Deshaun Watson has right now. Hey, it's only at 13, I believe. Allegedly. Well, <laughs> I'll tell you what you do. You sell him. I, yeah, I was actually gonna um, bring this question up. Are you? I, I know. I know. Mike is a <laughs> owner of Deshaun Watson in uh, Dynasty. Yeah, are you guys uh, buying low on him? You guys trying to sell him? What are you doing? I sold him. I buy low. I've seen the NFL let players come back for a lot. I, of yeah, I have too. I agree. If you, you want to buy, you want to buy low. You, this would be the time to do it. I think we didn't get ripped off necessarily i we snagged in our <laughs> dynasty we traded uh deshaun watson for uh alan robinson and sam darnold mm. that's not bad and so i mean and it's you know no contracts or nothing you own these guys for for their career so uh and i'm now if we now get I, on the bears I put that poll out there and on twitter and 71 percent of the votes came in they're also buying low on deshaun watson yeah, that's. I mean, it's smart. I mean, it's all. So how low? Legend. How low? What's what's low though? Like, how low do you think my trade compares to? Oh, uh, I think. Uh, I mean, 
from what I've been seeing on Twitter, there there's like real low ball offers that people are That's, accepting. Yeah, like a fire sale. No, I wouldn't do that. All right, we needed to get I mean, something. For I mean, it. you got you got something for him, but people are really just selling I mean, him like, like just to said, get rid of him. That low, you got to understand. Look, I mean, let's just look at Pittsburgh. You know, we're gonna be talking about him with Juju Smister. Uh, what about Big Ben and all them allegations? And look at Big Ben. Right. Yeah. Exactly. I mean, that's what I, mean, that like... part I agree. So I don't, I wouldn't sell them super cheap, but I, we got out of that situation. Then we flipped two firsts for a second and Matt Stafford. So basically we switched Watson for Allen Robinson, Sam Darnold. And then we obviously gave up some draft equity to put uh, Matt Stafford as the quarterback instead of Deshaun Watson. It's kind right. of how we, right. we played it out. I mean, at the end of the day, I mean, Deshaun Watson's pretty rich and it seems to be that if you have money, you get to wheel your way out of stuff like this. Well, we were already looking at selling him because of the maybe not, maybe he doesn't play, maybe right. he sits out, and then you throw in these allegations. It's like, well, that might that might go a year before he gets back, and I don't want to stick. That was a that was a very early investment I had in him. Yeah, I suppose. I mean, while we're on the Houston Texan, do you guys see the running back moves that they made? That's that's yeah. very interesting. Yeah, to um, me. are they just like planning on running Wildcat or something with well, especially three good? Running backs. David Johnson has basically like a contract where you can't trade him. Exactly. So he's there no matter what, and then you go and sign Mark Ingram, which is fine. I mean, he's got a good veteran for a number like a two punch because he lost Carlos Hyde, so no big deal there. But I really like Philip Lindsay, and I think he's and he's, he's good actually back. he's actually probably their best running back right. there. And that's the worst place for him to go is Houston because now you have two legit running backs with Mark Ingram kind of hanging around. I'm not yeah. quite sure what they were thinking as. I could name you probably nine other positions I could probably uh, look at instead of a running back, but I'm not. The whole offensive line. Uh, wide, wide receiver? <laughs> mm-hmm. Hey, they got Brandon uh, Cooks. Dante Moncrief? Not only that, but <laughs> Andre Philip, Lindsay, Philip Lindsay's not a good pass blocker, so he's not a receiving back. That's yeah. why Melvin Gordon played as much as he did because Philip Lindsay couldn't block. So yeah. that's... Lindsay's just a role player. He's more of an elusive kind of guy. He's, he's a dynamic player. He's good. He's a perfect yeah. running back, too, for your team, but you can't have him with David Johnson and Mark Ingram. And I think that's what my, I do see. That's what Mark Ingram's there for is if David Johnson, you know, with his injury history, I think he plays the that and the goal line touches. And this sucks if you're a David Johnson owner. Uh, uh, just seeing this, I mean, you already probably weren't super stoked about his situations, <laughs> but this just makes it even worse. He's going to get vultured right. here. And I think that, and then we don't know what's going on with Watson. This team is a mess. I'm right. telling you, Wildcat, because you ain't winning many games with Tyrod Taylor as your quarterback. That's true. <laughs> he's going to get a shot, then he's not going to play. Yeah, yeah, no kidding. It's going to puncture his lung again. Man, and then we got the Cowboys. These guys thought they were done. They were only going to get one guy and be good. No, they, they got a pretty good defensive back. They got Keanu Neal. Which I like Keanu Neal a lot, and they got him for one year for five million. So I mean, that's a start. I mean, you pretty no. much blasted everything away with Dak Prescott's contract. But the, I mean, that's a good sign in my opinion. I I would agree. Uh, I believe they're also looking at another safety. His name's escaping me right now, but uh, if they get, if they land another top quality safety, that defensive backfield could look right. a lot better yeah, than last year. Yeah, like Dallas was one of the worst defensive teams, so they at least they they know where their problems at, and I mean everyone knew where their problems at, but that doesn't mean they address it. Just look at the Bears. Yep, right. Yep, and then <laughs> we'll you, get to them later. Yeah, and then you <laughs> so, got to figure uh, Vander Esch and 
what's that other linebacker's name? Uh, who's the one who's always hurt? Oh, Sean Lee. Sean Lee. You got to figure they're going to be back and healthy and uh, leading that linebacker line linebacking core. So then it's really just the that opens up that draft to get a lot uh, offensive lineman early. Exactly, which they desperately need. That would be clutch. That would be clutch. Um, keep going down this list. We got we got Chris Carson, which I'm very surprised he re-signed with Seattle. But I guess with the lack of running backs out there yeah. and their probably lack of uh, they're probably <laughs> very confident in Rashard Penny. No, they're yeah. not confident at all in him. And I mean, it showed the, the desperation once the frenzy was done. What was left? I mean, you can't even go get Mark Ingram anymore. I mean, you got James right. Conner is about. I'm gonna be honest. I thought they were getting Fournette. I thought they'd push for him too. They they were from what I from what I've been seeing, but then they they seem to get Chris Carson on a decent contract. Yeah, two years, fourteen and a half million. But one thing I want to say for fantasy owners is I think Chris Carson's on the very end of his uh, career, so I think this is a good sell point. Now that he stays in Seattle, I would try to dump him because I think his he his he's going to trend downwards. Yeah, from here he's on already out. hit his ceiling and it's coming yep. down. Yep, I agree. And you're gonna get him at it. Like you're selling high. I mean, he had a ton. He had a good amount of receptions last year. I mean, he he was a decent back last year. Like he didn't have a bad year. So you could definitely get some value out of him if you trade him now. Because I think when he gets about quarter of the way in the season through half, if he doesn't get injured, you're gonna see a real real downfall. You'll see the whoever the RB two is at that point uh, probably start to vulture away some some looks from him. Yeah. So if he starts out hot, I'd look at trading him while his stock is high for sure. Yeah, I I agree with that sentiment. I'm not I'm not I've never been a big fan of his. I know he's had good games, but if you have him and he starts out a little hot, I think it's time to sell him. Uh, given what they're what he's been through and his, I just don't see him hanging around too long. Right, right. Um, I mean that basically summarizes like the smaller name players that. Uh, Let's get the big designed. ones. Let's get the big boys. We get to start right off with Kenny Galladay. I know we're from I Wisconsin, and, and they saw they that he went and he he visited with Chicago Friday night. They heard he went to like a bar restaurant yeah, type deal. All these the Red Rockets. Yeah, like oh, we got Allen Robinson, we got Kenny Galladay, we got Andy Dalton. Maybe that'll mean we can get Russell Wilson. And then the <laughs> next, psych. and then the next day, he goes to New York player. and says, uh, "I'm gonna go here instead." What do you? How do you guys think Allen Robinson feels? Um, I don't know. He signed. He signed that franchise tag after Kenny Galladay visited. Yeah, and like then just... Kenny Galladay's like. Fuck you! I'm not going there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You know, I, I, yeah, while we're on the Bears, I have a bold prediction. I mean, you know, let's just talk about the Bears right now. We'll go back to the free agents after this. Go ahead, Cal. Well, a uh, conversation that got brought up was: is is Allen Robinson a top fifteen receiver? Yes. Top ten. Yes. And, and 100%. I agree. So last year he finished right around fifteen with Mitch Trubisky, and I'm not at all saying, hey. The Bears are playoff contenders. Bears are going to win football games. I ain't saying none of that. What I am saying is I think that if you ask me, who would you rather have throwing the ball to Allen Robinson right now, Mitch Trubisky or Andy Dalton? Mitch Trubisky. Really? With the current that Bears. Long ago? With, the current, ago? with the current Bears uh, line, Mitch Trubisky, because Trubisky can at least run, extend, extend the play. play. If – if there's a solid line in front of Andy Dalton, it's probably Andy Dalton all day. 
I mean, my big, my biggest thing is look what Andy Dalton did with C.D. Lamb, Amari Cooper, Zeke Elliott, Blake Jarwin. That's a and lot the Dallas better. Cowboys, right? Yeah, who were winning games? Any, anyway. I, I don't know. I don't right. really think that's. I, I'm going back, and I'm 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 thinking that Allen Robinson is going to actually get a little now. Andy Dalton, I don't see any fantasy relevancy there, but I think that Allen Robinson is going to eat from this. Uh, it wasn't that long ago Andy Dalton did this with A.J. Green when A.J. Green, if you well, think Well, Andy that, Dalton you know, likes to just hammer one receiver and light him and up. And Allen Robinson is that receiver. Yeah, but going back to Mike's uh, example, he had no line. That's why he didn't produce well in Dallas, and he I mean, still has no bet. line in Chicago. I smell a beer bet. All right. I got a beer that says Allen Robinson outscores last year's numbers under Mitch Trubisky, but he's going to do it with Andy Dalton this year. Well, I mean, considering he is generally a top 10 wide receiver and he He finished top 15, I am not going to take that bet. So you're not going (laughs) to put your money where your mouth is. Well, let's let's go back two years ago. I believe he was right around 10. What do you got to say to that? I, I mean, it's it's it's, just, it's simple. He's gonna out. Allen Robinson's gonna outscore any year they have with Mister Musky. So he's gonna have his best numbers that he's had in Chicago this this coming year. Correct. I'll put a I'll put a beer bet on that he I, won't. I will yeah. also. Let's do it. Three way beers. It's got to be at least a sixteen dollar four pack. I'm down. Let's pick the. Let's go get it. We'll get drunk. Deal. I'll be wrong and be drunk. That's cool. <laughs> and I'll be wrong and I'll, I'll help you drink. That's all right. No, yeah, it, it, it will. The line the line is going to play a factor. I mean, it's Chicago, for Christ's sakes. I always have right. a chance to lose if I'm putting anything behind Chicago. Right. Ask Illinois, March Illinois College Basketball. But I'm, I, maybe I'm a dreamer. I, I think that Andy Dalton can actually target the fuck out of, uh, out of Allen Robinson, and I think that he will get it done that way. You know and who would do it better is Ryan Fitzpatrick. Yes. And thank bring, God he did not go to Chicago. <laughs> yeah, fuck that. We don't even know Fist Magic there. But for Washington, like you said, that means all those guys, I think that's a huge fantasy plus. If you got Terry McLaurin, Logan, yeah. Antonio Gibson, uh, I think Fitzmagic uh, is I'm I'm not I'm not so sure on Antonio Gibson because I'm almost positive uh Fitzmagic doesn't check the ball down. He's got a but, far like instincts. But I'll, I'll I'll agree with Terry McLaurin and Logan Thomas. Yeah, Fitzpatrick. Well, I'm saying just overall, if a guy can, I mean, Fitzmagic moves the ball down the field like he yeah. has those games. That just it just opens it up for Antonio oh, Gibson. Well, like, yeah, yes, yes. No, in not that, that he's going to yes. the ball. <laughs> yeah. No, oh. Magic's going to try to toss one up in the air, sixty yards down. Gibson ain't going to be on the receiving end. Yeah, yeah. Well. Let's go back to this Bears because I really want to just rip this organization apart because this has got to be just like this is a they're imploding. It's a it's a clown. It's a it's a clown oh, show. Like I find I found it hilarious. They get rejected on that Wilson deal, and they don't even go out and sign the top quarterback in free agency. They decide to sign Andy Dalton. A lot of that, but <laughs> their offers for Russell Wilson were just extremely extremely high, and obviously got shut down. And then they go, and they they obviously tally on Robinson like, hey, we're gonna get you some more. Get County Galladay, got his hopes up, get him to accept his franchise tag, which which then led to Kyle Fuller getting cut. So that Kyle Fuller <laughs> got cut, 
the very next day, Kenny Galladay goes to New York, which the very same day, they finally agree to have Akeem Hicks seek out a trade, so Akeem Hicks now wants out, because Akeem Hicks knows what's going on, and if someone that big, a big of a name in the organization, wants to seek a trade, after we can clearly see well, it's a shit show over there, it's it's not going to be good in Chicago. Well, it's, it's rumored that the two players in that Bears offer was Khalil Mack and Akeem Hicks, so if... If an organization's looking to trade you, I'd want yeah. out too. Dang, Akeem Hicks, Khalil Mack, three firsts and a third. Yeah. What That's was dumb. Seattle thinking? They must have rights on Russell Wilson's wife too. Can Just... you, Jake? Fucking Mike. <laughs> <laughs> I can't even think right now. They <laughs> got their second born. I'm thinking about his wife, and I'm like, well, <laughs> no. Um, what is dead cap? Dead like, cap. So, so, so if that trade, say that trade was to go through, who's liable to pay the forty nine million? So if that trade went through, there would have been uh, thirty nine million dead cap for Seattle. So they couldn't do anything with that because that's tied to Russell Wilson. That's what I thought. So that means that means no matter what they do with him, they got that that money has to go out as yes. I said. Yes. They okay, cannot so, use so, that so money. Dead, that's the difference. A dead cap, it's, they're stuck with There is no trading out of it. Like how Goff went to uh, – did that leave any dead cap for the Rams? I haven't looked into it, but I'm sure there was some dead cap. But it wasn't just that much. It was like not $39 million. Million Yeah, it was, it was nowhere near the Carson Wentz and Russell Wilson. It was about half. It was about half. Okay, I think it was like so 15 or 16 mil. Yeah, and then the same thing. So, like, Chicago trying to get rid of Khalil Mack and that big – and I called this years ago with Khalil Mack. Like, uh, yeah, great player. I think it was awesome, like, for for a year. But that money that you have to spend on that one defensive player, you are fucked. You know what's kind of funny about trading Khalil Mack? Like, you trade Khalil Mack in three firsts, you're essentially (coughs) trading three – or you're trading six first-round picks because that's what it took you to get Khalil Mack was three firsts. I know. And you're about to trade yeah. him on top of three more firsts. <laughs> you're three you're trading six first round picks for a quarterback. Yep. And and then they still said no. And I mean, then again, what's the odds the Bears pick the right person in the first round? Gonna Trubisky <laughs> that. I guess you're gonna get your success right there and be like, Yeah, we don't want them. Yeah. Trade them. We trade up anyway. We don't even need those picks. <laughs> <laughs> oh, enough of the Bears because that's <clears throat> God. Yeah, they suck. They still suck, guys. Now, I mean, with this signing, I was actually very surprised that Juju not only turned down offers that were much more, that were much more money. One being with Kansas City, which I'm very surprised that he that did makes, not go sign. I, with I know for a, I know for a fact that makes two wide receivers that decided not to go to Kansas City and took less money to go elsewhere. That's cr- who's the other one? Um, he just signed today or yesterday, I believe. Went to Tennessee. Do you got it, Mike? No, I love Tennessee. Go. Yeah, there's a smaller, wider, smaller name wide receiver, I believe. Um, oh, Josh Reynolds. Yes, Josh Re- Josh Reynolds. Okay. He, did, he had an offer for Kansas City and decided to go to Tennessee. That's crazy because they legit need a wide receiver too there. So you essentially just slide into a starter with Pat Mahomes. Right. And they have I, a Super think, Bowl shot. I think this and, is and if you sign a one year there, dude, like you just you make a name for yourself and now you, you prove it by playing that wide receiver two spot, earn it, and then you're gonna get paid. 
I think right. this is the players trying to say, fuck you to your possible dynasty in the making. Yeah, you're not going to be the Brooklyn Nets. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean, Juju signed for a cheap one-year $8 million deal, dollar deal to stay with Pittsburgh. Which, yeah, which I, you're going to a little homer love right it, there. It makes sense. I think a lot of people are right. banking on the salary cap going way up that next year, so they're taking smaller deals this year, just mm-hmm. one-year deals and getting paid next year. Now, what if this upcoming season, Deontay Johnson plays the wide receiver? Well, not because the wide receiver one numbers, but plays in the wide receiver one role. I think that would help Juju a lot because I think he's not a number one receiver. If they elevate Deontay to those routes, that's, that'll benefit him. But it, Unfortunately, that won't happen. Yeah. For, fan, for fantasy outlook, so if that's not happening, I have no interest in Juju Smith next year at all. Yeah, I, I sell him uh, high if someone's willing to pay a, a decent premium for him. Because if you if say he's basically like the same way I view Corey Davis, if either one of those guys would have went to a team where they were the clear cut number two and they had a number one, I would be all over both of them. But I hate Corey Davis in, in New York because Corey Davis is not a good one yeah. one, and Juju is been proven year in year out that he's not a good wide receiver one he's much better at a wide receiver two so him re-signing there with i mean it's going to help deontay i like i mean because i have shares of deontay johnson so i'm, I'm happy yeah. as far as that goes but for juju smith's value yeah, for juju. In fantasy leagues yep mm-mm. i'll tell you what uh uh tight end that people could put on their radars now is uh anthony fersker yep I think that's yeah. a that's a that's a guy I have in a couple leagues that I'm actually really excited to kind of see how that develops. He had a couple big games last year, nothing nothing to write home about uh, besides like three games, but right. that was competing with Jonah Smith who just got paid 37 million to go to to New England. So Bergeron's the next guy up in that, and I, I think he could. He's already kind of built a rapport, so I think he's gonna be some money. Yeah, and I know like this is kind of a dart throw, but I'd like to see Mo Alley Cox either get used in Indianapolis or get moved because I think he has a lot of potential to be a decent uh, tight end, starting tight end for somebody. No, I um, agree. That would be a good fit for him. As, he's as he's not getting moved. I'm almost positive they put a tender on him. So he's, yeah, he's, he's good. He's, yeah, he's going to stay <laughs> He's gonna stay a, a Colt and unfortunately stay behind oh, Doyle and um, who was the other one that was there? Um, Why am I drawing a blank? I have him in in Dynasty. That's this is bugging me. I can't think Trey of Burton? it. Trey Burton. Trey Burton. So yeah, he's. He, I think he's gonna stay behind them, unfortunately. And I agree, he's a really good tight end who could benefit in a different system. Now the last, the last big one, Cal. I'd like to hear your opinion on this because it's kind of. I'm real, real uh, split on this decision of. Uh, Kenyon Drake, he got signed with the Oakland Raiders. What do you think about that, Cal? Who going to the Oakland Raiders? Kenyon Drake? Yeah. Uh, I'm torn. I, I, I think it's a an okay move by the Raiders to kind of split it up, but I, I think this can affect uh, Josh Jacobs. Josh Jacobs a little bit. I don't think it like makes him not a number one running back. But no, because got... look, look at uh, Cleveland with Chubb and Hunt. Yeah, those they are might two, those are two great like running backs and, and two different styles of running backs. Exactly. You know, yeah, this, like this is the kind of thing I wanted to, to, I wanted to bring up. 
because a lot of like my because I'm a Josh Jacobs owner in Dynasty, and my first my first thought when I saw the Kenyon Drake's going to Oakland, I'm like or Las Vegas, I was like, oh shit, what's that gonna do to Josh Jacobs? Because Josh Jacobs had a career year, a career high in uh, receptions. Well, that's gonna go down now. So I'm, oh, that kind of sucks. But then I kind of looked into it more. Josh Jacobs only had a, I think it was like 69% snap share. So the rest of it went to Devontae Booker. So he wasn't like an every down back. So, I mean, he's going to see the same amount of reps at the end of the day because, he, I mean, he only he didn't even have the ball as much as he thought last year, and he put up pretty good numbers. And then everyone's going to look at the offensive line and how, you know, they got rid of everybody. Well, their offensive line ranked, I think it was 24th last season. Dang. And Josh Jacobs still produced pretty well. So he's he's gonna produce well no matter what, in my opinion. I'd yeah. I'd keep him. This, yeah, I wouldn't this... sell him. I wasn't saying that. It's just it makes me wonder. You know, I, will that have an impact on how many touchdowns he gets? And that was a that was a pretty healthy contract too that they gave him, which is kind of odd because Oakland needs plenty of other help elsewhere, like offensive line, <laughs> like wide receiver. <laughs> Yeah. No, they signed John Brown. <laughs> he's fast. Yeah, he's going to take over Ruggs' role. He's going to take Aguilar's uh, <laughs> old spot. So, I mean, he could get some productivity out of there. I, I think John Brown actually will, will have some, some fantasy uptick. Yeah, but unfortunately, that's going to he's going to overshadow Ruggs. And once again, you're not going to get this, the production you're, you wanted out of Ruggs. Want, yeah, it's going to be inconsistent at best. Yeah. Hopefully Henry Ruggs can have a good season this year. Be healthy. And resign Zay Jones. <laughs> Remember when he's Anybody? a bill? Hey, he might he might run naked through the uh, hotel and try to jump out a window. So just watch out. What Wait, you're what? Doing. You didn't you didn't hear oh, about yeah. that? Yeah, he did do that. Yeah, he got all messed up by yeah, drugs like, or something. Yeah, he had to like get like counseling. And yeah. Stuff. Holy cow! I forgot about that. <laughs> Dude, good for him. <laughs> Holy cow! Well, we got me. We got. Two more minutes to kill, Cal. We're we're, we're pretty much all. I mean, well, we can, yeah. I, I got one for I got one for you guys. Did you guys hear? So, after Matt Stafford got traded to the Rams, did you hear Michael Brocker's comment? No. He was he was saying how the Rams upgraded from Goff oh, to yeah. Stafford, and then the Rams decided to trade Brockers to the Lions. Oh, did they really? <laughs> yeah. So. <laughs> Yeah, so he he would he just took shots at Jared Goff, and now guess who's his quarterback again? <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, so he I didn't say upgrade. Yeah, so he just he just had a public apology. I believe it was today. He's like, actually, just kidding. Now that I'm on his team, I didn't mean it. Yeah, oh, God. That's, that's the basically locker room. <laughs> the locker room for Detroit's already a fucking mess. <laughs> Just what we needed. Why would they trade for a guy that just said that? Yeah, well, why would they want him? <laughs> All it cost was a seventh-round pick, so why not? He's a good I defensive guess. tackle. They probably had to run that <laughs> by Jared. Hey, Goff, you mind if we bring in this little shit talker? <laughs> yeah, I, actually, it's only going to cost us to bring him in here so I can whip him up. Yeah, <laughs> might light a fire under his ass. <laughs> Dang, that's funny. Uh, yeah, I, there's... <laughs> That's funny. Uh, but anyway, 
I know we're, we're getting closer to the rookie draft, so that means we're closer to our live stream, which is I'm looking forward right. to that a lot. So we we didn't talk about Kenny Galladay much. Are we yeah, buying we into Danny Dimes? Oh, Danny Dimes. Yes. I mean, am. You got you got a healthy Saquon Barkley. You got. I mean, Ingram's still there. Yes, Sterling Shepard. They picked up to back up Saquon too. I mean, it's nothing flashy, but I actually yeah. think it's a good pickup to go Booker, behind. Right? Yeah, Booker. Yeah, I, I like that a lot. I like it too. So you got Barkley, you got Booker, you got Ingram, Shepard, Darius Slayton, and Kenny Galladay. John Ross. Yeah. Kyle Rudolph. If, if oh that's right Kyle Rudolph yeah. I forgot about him yeah, yeah but dude. if if Danny Dimes can't do it this year I don't think there's hope this is his prove it year yeah. yeah if he doesn't do yeah if he doesn't do this year he's gonna be playing he's with Mitch Trubisky moving on yeah he's gonna be getting traded and then the Giants are gonna try to get Russell Wilson yep and then they're gonna fail <laughs> yeah they'll go they'll go be like yeah we'll take Mitch Trubisky from Buffalo true well. That about does it, so please follow us on Twitter at Football Day Pod. And next week we're coming back with some more more content, getting closer to the fantasy season. We'll be doing live drafts, mock drafts, rankings, you name it. Getting closer and closer, live stream for the NFL rookie draft. What's the draft on that? April 26th, 26th or 27th? I believe. 26th. It's a Thursday. And then, and then after that live stream, we're shortly after that, we're going to have our rankings out. Yep. So look, we're looking forward to that for sure. Definitely. So until next time, everybody, thanks for listening. Cheers. Cheers.